because of that, that when he spoke and after that word, that sparked to where we're at today because he spoke that word over us and, and I took it very seriously about being an evangelist and also about him talking about my mind and like stuff like that where I was I was starting to really feel like insecure. I was starting to really doubt myself as far as like my knowledge and the word and how I present myself and yeah. all of these things that are like I never spoke of, not even to Aubrey. Yeah. And yet this man was just telling me straight up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That you know just your mind is great is basically what he said. Mm-hmm. And uh so I took that seriously. I took all of what he said seriously. Um, I went back and rewatched that like so many times because I didn't want to miss anything, mm-hmm. and uh, and for her as well. And the thing is, is like for her, it's so crazy to see how far she has come. Like even like especially from like my point of view, because her mentality, like for a lot of things, has shifted so much. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, for like the better, which is and like seeing her grow, seeing her her desire for people now seeing her desire to help seeing her desire for kids seeing her desire to really be obedient to god to where she's we're like on that same like page yeah as far as being wanted being obedient to whatever god wants like whatever he wants us to do we're gonna do it you know yeah um i feel like that's just a rarity you know what i mean like to find someone who is just that much willing to just sacrifice what their wants are for the time being and just do what i want or what I felt was God leading us to do. So that's one of the biggest things I'm like, that's wifey material. And uh, <laughs> um, she, I mean, even to this day, like, I love her so much. Like, she is, like, legitimate. Like, if, honestly, if it wasn't for her, there's been, there'd be a lot of decisions that I wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, the worship night and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was just her push. She's like, no, this is what the Bible says. Oh, this is what also this guy said. This is what I'm saying to you right now. Yeah. yeah. You need to get better. That accountability. She keeps yeah. me accountable, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. And she will say it bluntly just like I do. Like, <laughs> she doesn't sugar, sugarcoat anymore. She's just like, you need to get better. <laughs> I like how you said yeah. anymore because <laughs> she used to. She used to. I, 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 I remember. I remember that, yeah. yeah. She's more blunt for sure. That's very, <laughs> only with, Honestly, just with me. Like She's still really nice to a lot of people, but with me in particular, when I'm like messing up, or if I have an attitude, she'll tell me right then and there. She's like, don't talk to me like that. Oof. Or like, don't treat me like that. Oof. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Both that, brother. Amen. Man. So. <laughs> women. So a lot of the things, a lot of this, the decisions that I've made was because she really built me up to do it. Yeah. So so that happened with Mike Naden. And we just wanted to be obedient to regardless of what people thought about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's like so, like one thing that I want to make make clear is that when God's speaking to you, he's going to speak to you. Yeah. It's not going to be some weird thing about, well, this is what I feel God's saying to you right now at this moment. And be very specific, even though it's not what you feel. It's not what God's saying to you. It's not confirming anything. Mm-hmm. That's when it's just like almost borderline gossip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, when people think that they know better and then they tell you about it. That I'm just like some people are just bold. I'm, not, I'm just gonna be honest. Some <laughs> yeah. people like genuinely think they're in a place to tell us what what they think, and we're just gonna listen. Blindly. Yeah. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> Ooh. yeah, we, yeah. We've had a few people like you know, certain people, bro. Like yeah. it's just like certain people just think that they're there when they're not. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Those people are growing too, obviously. Like you have to give like some grace to them. Hopefully, like you know, they learn obviously too. <laughs> because yeah. everything well, I never practice. take it seriously yeah. most times. I'm just like, you don't understand. You're yeah. not, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. no one knows. Yeah, no one really fully knows the story or the situation or the yeah. circumstance right. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just like, everything is just with a grain of salt and just like, just move on. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for for both of us, for me. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, just move on, bro. Like, because most times it's just not worth the energy. It's just not worth the time. Like, all the drama and the gossip is just like dude just drop it man like it's so not worth it so yeah. much more energy and time wasted and you know we already know what the bible says about gossip and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's just like i don't want to even like be near that i i you know and we were we were in that and i hated it and i just wanted to get out immediately yeah, yeah. so so yeah but was 
since then, from from March um, up until September when we decided to go visit some friends in Texas, the original plan was not even going to Texas. We were actually going to go to Tennessee because at that time um, we were kind of thinking about like, oh, if we're going to move to Tennessee like later down the road, like you know, I want to see it first. So yeah. we were we had the plan. We actually bought the tickets to go to Tennessee. And uh, we were excited. I'm like, I was excited. I think we we're gonna go. We we're gonna stay like an Airbnb, Airbnb in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And uh, she knows Tennessee kind of well, so it's just like she would have taken me to places she knows and the food spots and stuff like that, and also showing me like some of the neighborhoods that she was thinking about. Cause it was, you know, it's way cheaper to leave out, che- cheaper to live out there, mm-hmm. and just good area and stuff like that. But um, I think it was like a month before we left. Um, we were talking to our friends. Um, their names are Alan and Naomi. Great people. Love them. And uh, we were just talking to them. And uh, after we, were, we, we got done talking to them, um, we were just like, what if we just go like surprise visit them? And we were just like, that'd be cool. And even though I've never been anywhere regardless besides at that time, Hawaii. Um, wait, 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 wait. No, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm mixing up things. Sorry. Um, um, I've never gone anywhere besides, you know, traveling to either like when it was little, like to Arizona or like going to like was Ensenada. Yeah. So I didn't. I, I've never been on a plane, so I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So we end up getting <laughs> we end up getting married in April, and then we go on, in September to visit some friends over there, Alan and me. And uh, it's crazy because, like, we kind of, like, we had first brought it up as kind of like a joke. But then it was just kind of like, you know, what if we actually go see them? It'd be cool. So, like, okay, so we, we switched the flight to Texas. And we so fast forward to, to going over there. And it was a Thursday night. So we land, like, at 5-something. And I was supposed to have rehearsal with them because also at that time I had uh, fractured my finger. So it was just kind of it was kind of weird playing, but um, but it was like five something when we land, and as soon as we land, we get our bags and stuff like that, and they're we're waiting. Actually, they're no, they we're we're waiting for them for a little bit. They come pick us up, and we drive like like almost half an hour to like their church, and so we do the rehearsal, and um, at the very end, um, Naomi she um really felt just to pray over all of us, so she started over us and then she started saying how um how aubrey is going to be a great mother now keep in mind we were going to surprise them with the pregnancy pregnancy test saying that we were pregnant yeah but she didn't know that obviously because we were going to surprise them when we got to their house because they had an extra room so we could stay with them yeah um but she was just saying how she was just going to be a great mother not just in like the physical but just like spiritual mother for so many people and just stuff like along those lines of just building her up and uh <laughs> it's funny because like during that time i look at her and she's looking at me and we're just like <laughs> and it was just it was just crazy to, to hear that so we go to their house after the rehearsal and we kind of get settled in, settled in a little bit and then we surprise them with the pregnancy tests and they were just like oh my gosh that's so crazy blah, blah, blah. we were super happy so then after that, we kind of settled down for a little while. And this is when the crazy stuff happens. And uh, so they get a phone call from this guy. His name is Justin. And I'm saying names because it's very important. Because Justin is a very, he's a very obedient guy. I don't really know him. But all I know is he's obedient. He, he loves the Lord. He's gone through a lot of stuff. His testimony is one of the craziest I've heard. Um, him growing up in South Mississippi in one of the most racist place, places in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Being a black guy. So, he, as far as, like, that type of, like, racism, now I'm like, okay, I, I see that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but just a great guy. Yeah. Great guy. He's just obedient. Um, he's really gifted in prophetic things. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, so he calls, I think, Alan or Naomi, one of them. And he's like, hey, I have a word for your friends from California. 
and this man for the next 45 minutes proceeds to just expose us <laughs> nah, <it's fine. laughs> but um no nah, he just gives us word both of us and like just stuff from like my drumming gonna you know take off to to her photography gonna take off she's gonna have a studio to her having real estate um like just like properties and yeah. just stuff like that with the photography and, and just stuff like that and then for me it was just more of like being gifted in the prophetic and like my drumming taking off and also like just stuff about like building with my hands mm. like specifically with my hands like something that was going to be building something um and just stuff like that and one thing that hit me was it was also around the time right after grandpa had passed mm. and i still had a lot of uh i still had a little bit of regret because i felt like me and Aubrey were supposed to meet with Grandpa right a week before he passed away, yeah. and we we were gonna do it, but then just plans didn't work out, and obviously he passed away the week after. But I felt regret not doing that because he was just saying how he was excited to meet her, like really meet her, and uh, she was excited to meet him too. But um, just like that regret. I was just I held on to that and mom goes up to me like the Sunday after um, he passed and she's just like don't hold on to that regret just don't hold on to it because it'll eat you up yeah. and I really tried to let it go and it, it just cut in mm-hmm. it just like I felt so bad and uh, so it wasn't so fast forward to him talking about you know just prophetically speaking mm-hmm. and one of the things he says he's like Mateo like God says, I love you. Let go of the regret. Mm-hmm. You, you have some regret, just let it go. I broke down after that. So I'm like, this guy's hearing from the Lord. Yeah. And he's obedient. So that whole entire phone call, because it's crazy because we didn't even see him. Because it was just like, I guess like the back of like the phone we could see, but we couldn't see his face. It was on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole time our friends are recording this as well. Yeah. And... We didn't see him. We didn't know what he looked like, but he could see us. And it wasn't until the very end where they flipped the phone over. We see what he looks like. And I'm just like, we need to meet up like tomorrow and talk. (laughs) Um, So that happens. And it's just like talking with our friends. um, They were just feeling like they were just going through some stuff, too. It's just it was kind of tough, like transitioning from from California to Texas. Mm -hmm. And they, they were having a good time. It was just a bit tough for them. Um, but they just felt like this whole entire time was just like, like almost like a get, like a kiss from God, like just a refreshing, fresh wind that like flowed through their marriage, their like their lives, and like they just felt like rejuvenated, and we felt the same way. And so the next day on Friday, um, we kind of just kind of do our own thing. We go out to like the city. I think we went to Houston or Dallas or one of the one of the two, and just kind of exploring the city. Um, it was hot, so it's just kind of like we're walking around, and it's like instant sweat. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I was just kind of like, I was hungry, and I was tired, and I was just kind of like, I just kind of just wanted to talk to this guy already, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I didn't say that, but um, but we were out, the, like out in the city, um, just honestly having a good time with some friends, like their friends. And by the way, side note, all of their friends are super like talented, like vocally amazing singers and then we're just here like they're like singing like at lunch and stuff like that and we're just sitting there like yeah let's go um and they're all just singing whatever but um but yeah so we're just kind of with them and then we went to bass pro which also got that hat which i still have from from texas and uh and then after that we met up with justin at like a sushi place um and honestly, it was just a good time. Like, we were just talking with him, and he was just kind of, you know, telling us a little bit about him and vice versa. Um, and literally, like, we, when we're done eating, we go out to the parking lot. And he has another word for, for me and Aubrey, but not just that. He also has a word for mom and dad. And uh, I'm just like, he was just kind of reiterating this some, some similar things as far as for me um, and for Aubrey. But one of the biggest things was he's like, I have a word for your dad. And I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> and he's like, you need to tell him this. And it was basically like along the lines of God's going to give him new vision to a, a, re, a region. Um, and just to be obedient to that. And also um, the, that God's going to restore all the years that you felt like you lost. And I didn't really get it at that time, but I'm like, okay, I'll just tell him. Um, so I held on, held on to that throughout the time we were there. And uh, that was another crazy night, just emotional, just crazy. And then that Saturday, um, they had, it was like an all-day thing. Alan played with Sean Foyt at the Let Us Worship event. He played keys. And uh, I believe it was in Houston? Houston or, I don't know. Houston or it was not the other city, I forget. But, um great time we were there pretty much all day um we got there like at 10 30 because like they didn't start till like seven or six so they got there really early to like set up and like practice and stuff like that but um yeah so we we're just kind of there all day got some starbucks got some food and stuff like that and then just kind of fast forward to like six like six basically when they start um it's just it was just a great time honestly it was hot it was really hot that day really humid everyone's like just sweating and like there's some grassy areas and some like really like kind of like gravelly areas mm -hmm. and uh like really the, just the gravelly area was in the front of the stage um but god moved god moved that whole entire time like everybody it, you can tell like some of the people who were just kind of like in it for like show mm -hmm. just kind of honestly being extra which is like kind of sad to say because like some people just really want like the attention for it yeah but I would say like 98% of everybody else was just like really enjoying this time. And that's also when I felt like, all right, well, if I'm really going to practice this prophetic thing, I'm just going to go for it. Um, and just a couple of people I talked to, some some older ladies, just they were just kind of telling me how about how they like kind of like their marriage. Well, one of them was telling me about kind of her marriage was kind of falling apart because her husband wasn't living right, but she living right but she um was living right and she wanted to get her husband saved and stuff like that and i was just telling her like like just continue to be consistent all, all i'm hearing is just be consistent like yeah. you want to give up but just be consistent yeah. and just don't give up because the time's coming soon and it's just stuff like that like it, and it a lot of it wasn't like i would say super like profound and super prophetic i was just more like what I'm hearing is you need to continue to be built up, built up. So that was it was a great time. God moved, you know. It was just it was a great time. And uh, uh, next day, Sunday, um, I play at the church, and again, just like another just great like time. And it, and keep in mind, like it's crazy to think because during that whole time, I had totally like thought like when we got there that it was just gonna be chill. Mm -hmm. like i even brought my fishing pole because i thought we were gonna go fishing <laughs> but that did not happen at all <laughs> yeah god has, god has something different in mind and uh so sunday was just amazing um their their service both their services because they had two um just really good pastor was really good and uh after that um kind of just chilled throughout the day until sunday night and uh not knowing that i was actually gonna kind of serve a little bit until I didn't <laughs> until they kind of kicked me out a little bit but um but it was Israel Hutton's new um I guess like watch party or something like that mm -hmm. I forget what they called it but basically it was just like this whole entire like worship experience of like his whole entire album being played at once but it was just like a whole like it was crazy it kind of felt like you were there it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a live session but just kind of more like on the screen with like really loud speakers but they only had a, a few they were doing, um, like, throughout the, the country. And the one he, Israel Hunt and his wife, Adrian, decided to show up to is the one that we were at. What so the? this man shows up, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. He, I thought he was a lot taller <laughs> than, he, than he looked, you know what I'm saying? Like, in person, he looks like my height. Um, same with his wife. I'm just, but anyways... They were super cool. We worshiped with them. 
um, it was just a cool experience, um, just worshiping with them and just seeing how God was moving too. Mm-hmm. And it definitely, like at that time, like it was a different style of music, but I, I didn't even care. Yeah. Like that's what the one thing that I'm like, my style is like, I'm changing my style up, like a lot because I'm like, there's so much, so much worship music that I'm just like missing out on. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. So I just totally, totally enjoyed that whole entire time sitting with Aubrey. Like we were just having a great time. Yeah. Um, and then I, that was it. Monday, we just kind of ate some food and we took off and came back here. But the craziest thing about all of that is that that in particular, like, jolted me to just be obedient even more to what God has yeah. for our lives. Yeah. And we come back. I tell mom and dad that about, you know, what he said. And obviously they break down it's just like something we've been praying for we already felt like god was already placing this on our hearts and this yeah. just confirmed it um and it was just so crazy to hear that and it was just like at that moment i'm like dude this guy is not only legit but god continues just to show us time and time again how faithful he is and how true he is to his word yeah so so that happens and then <laughs> so then after that we you know, skip forward to January um, of this year. And I really felt like during the month of like, honestly, like two to three weeks before January, I really felt like the word for going into this year was, was change. And I felt like last year, the word for me was consistent, consistency. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this going into this year is just going to be change, whether that, whatever that looked like. Yeah. But we would just be open to it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so that so that happens, right? Um, January, I felt like that was gonna be the thing, and the first, the first thing I felt that I needed to be obedient with was um, just being open to to either to opportunities for drumming or um, just honestly whatever God had, because like at the, ultimately I was just really trying to be obedient to whatever yeah it looked like, yeah. and the, one of the first things that He brought up. Well, not he brought up, but like was planted in my heart was doing a drumstick company, and yeah. I'm just kind of like, that's crazy. I don't know anything about <laughs> business and stuff, but just kind of like the gist of it. Um, at the moment, it's just kind of been been on pause because of this worship night and plus the baby now. But mm-hmm. but I still have the plans ready to go as far as like what I want. Yeah. Um, but basically, the gist of it is just like having drumsticks for worship drummers for yeah, yeah. specifically for contemporary christian music and like those type of settings because i know there's a lot of drummers like either in like the rock genre or like metal or like jazz and they all have like their own line of sticks but my idea was like what if i like i make sticks that are like catered towards christian worship drummers yeah and to put in perspective worship drummers like nowadays there's so much of them now across the world yeah well like it wasn't like that like not too long ago honestly but there's so many churches there's so many people that play like elevation songs hill song maverick city like stuff like that that are all considered like contemporary christian where i'm just like there's so many drummers that are like out there that i didn't even realize so that was kind of like the whole idea was to make drumsticks that are really catered and made by a worship drummer for worship drummers that are also kind of made with the like with the heavier sense and like weighted a bit differently mm-hmm. whatever they you know the the details about it i'm still working out but just really made for them you know what i'm saying um but then later on i would say towards the end of february it was like honestly it was like either like the last week of february the first week of march um i the worship night thing really wasn't like the worship night at that time it was just more like i want to do like a worship thing yeah and i've been and keep in mind like i've I've been wanting to do like a worship something Mm -hmm. for like three years like ever since 2019 i've been wanting to do something worship related but i just didn't know how to go about it honestly didn't feel qualified didn't feel that i could do it and I just convinced myself not to do it, so I didn't do it. Mm. Um, but it really pressed on me when I was at the gym 
and I was it really God was like you need to do this mm. or like the spirit told me like the spirit was saying you need to do this worship night yeah and I'm like alright <laughs> basically <laughs> I was at the gym and I literally like vo- I think I vocally said I like that <laughs> um so, uh, and I was starting to write this stuff down, like of what, like these, what I, what I call dreams, but they're really just goals. Yeah. Um, I, I'm calling them dreams. And uh, so I wrote that down, told Aubrey, and she's like, go for it. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that started like this whole process, like two and a half month process of trying to get this place that I've been really wanting to do it at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a struggle, to be honest. Um, it really shouldn't have been a struggle, but since it was my first time and not really knowing anything about how to reserve an amphitheater, yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, what's next? What do I need to do next? <laughs> um, and like they would like take three days to respond mm. through email, and I would call them or whatever, and it just, like, it just took forever. <laughs> um, but honestly, like what really sparked me to just kind of like, start on it was Aubrey, honestly. She like really said why not like you're like yeah. you're more than capable to do this like i really believe you can do this if, if this is something that you feel god's put in your heart like let's make this happen it's mm, good and i was like okay let's just be obedient yeah so as soon as as soon as i decided to do it um i was at the gym the next day and i was like okay lord what what date do you want me to do it on mm-hmm. and what immediately jumped out to me was june 3rd and i was just kind of like well, let's just do it June third. <laughs> so, so, but because of that, that led to where we are now, which is kind of like, it's. I'm not. Side note: I'm speaking from a right now perspective. Not I've already been there, done that perspective. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. So I started this process of trying to reserve this amphitheater. First of all, I was like trying to figure out where I wanted to go, and we, uh-huh. me and Aubrey drove around. Like, honestly, to, like, Arsene, Michigan, like, Forest, like, kind of, like, Laguna area. And we were just kind of, like, where should we do it? Because I want to do it over here. Right. Um, but it wasn't until we really both just felt like the Central Park Amphitheater in RSM, Metro Santa Margarita, was going to be, like, the spot. Mm-hmm. We yeah. felt it. Um, it was just it was just perfect, honestly. So we are just like, okay, let's just do it here. So I, I go start going through this process of trying to get this place mm-hmm. and dude it was just like from like like low-key like passive aggressive attitude from this guy um because he was just kind of starting to get fed up because i was asking so many questions i'm like okay how do i do this is this available to me like what you know he was just getting frustrated but <laughs> right. um but ultimately two and a half months later finally get approved Disney. Yeah, it's yeah. a pirate set off. <laughs> Finally get approved for this thing, but now I'm just like, okay, well, I still need to get like sound system and people to play. And at that time, I only had like two people to uh, to sing to lead. Fast forward to now, um, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not throwing any shade. Like I love <laughs> these people. It's just like just the schedules just weren't lining up. Um, so right now and probably in the stage where I'm probably going to have to move it back mm-hmm. only because there's been so much that's been happening you know, behind the scenes it's like the venue asked me if I can postpone it because there's some stuff going on as well that day Okay. but I was, th- I was really thinking about it today and it, it was just kind of like every like there was a lot of people I brought it up to but every single almost every single person I brought it up to were like oh I think I'm having or I have this this like on that day mm-hmm. or I have a birthday party my son's birthday party or I have this on on this on that day yeah something's on that day you know what uh-huh. I'm saying so I'm like do I take it as as just like keep pushing through it or do I take it as maybe I should move it to a different day mm-hmm. <laughs> so right now I'm, I'm probably gonna postpone it just to get everything solidified yeah and also like just in general make it to where it's just more of a better experience and not like rushed and not like weird yeah yeah. yeah. because like i do have a vision for this and i i don't want to compromise it yeah yeah because it's not even that big of or wild of a vision it's just straight up like this is what i have for it and like i don't want to compromise that because yeah i really do feel like it is important yeah. right so it's definitely something that you don't want to like settle on 
details for yeah you know like if god gave you this vision you like you said like you're being obedient to it like you want to do it to your best ability you know yeah with like all everything going the way that it should go so that people can really have like an encounter with jesus right yeah and that's that's like the whole thing about it because like it's just so it runs so deep for me personally because obviously like i wanted to do this but just knowing the type of impact it, it could have for people like yeah like not just like for me but like there's been like a lot of people that like really do experience god for the first time in those types of environments yeah. oh that's absolutely true so yeah. that's why like that's why for me Ooh, that's a close one right there whoa yes sir we're getting close getting close to the july 4th you know? <laughs> but um but anyway so that was loud. I ain't gonna lie. That's loud. hard to like. So <laughs> loud. Yeah, that was weird. Very loud. But yeah. Um. But that's exactly like why it's just it's so important to me because I know those type of types of experiences like God like God's not only just moving but people really do encounter God for the first time. Yeah. And that's why it's like I'm pushing so hard for it. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately like the battle has been not just trying to get this done it's just like a mental thing bro yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest like this past week like has been rough yeah. having people saying they're gonna back out i mean obviously like they have the reasons and i'm not mad yeah and it's just like it's just you go through that and you're just like dang dude like is it me like am i am i failing on this like what am i doing wrong like yeah. like I, I worked really hard to get this to really you know to get this done you know get this place to get a sound system to get people on this because yeah. i know there's people who love to worship and would, would more than love to be a part it's just simply just a lot of circumstance and a lot of things that like honestly i didn't account for but like ultimately it's just like the mental thing about it yeah has been honestly been like a struggle for me this past like couple weeks i'm just like dude like i feel like it's just kind of falling apart i feel like i'm like i'm gonna look like a failure but Aubrey, she just kept telling me, like, dude, you're not a failure. Like, I've seen how much work you put in. Like, you put in so much work into it, and and it, it's going to happen. God's is going to show up. Like, you're being obedient and stuff like this. And she's just been building me up this whole entire time. Yeah. Um, when I wanted to quit, when I wanted to just say, no, nah, I don't want to do it no more. She's yeah. just like, no, like, you're going to do it. Like, no. So, so yeah. So, that that's why, like, this worship night for me personally is, like, that's why I'm also intentionally not trying to play because I just want to experience it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like kind of oversee it to make yeah. sure everything's good, and if someone has questions, they can talk. But mm-hmm. ultimately, just to be there, experience it, because it's just to see what God's gonna do. Yeah. yeah. And and honestly, the biggest thing is like I just want to do all the work as far as that, so God can just do His thing, just yeah. lay it, the foundation so open for Him move yeah it's very humble really too yeah it's really the, that's really the goal of it that's why i put yeah. so much work because i'm like i just want to do all of this so god can just move when it's time yeah when it, when it's time to to go he's gonna do his thing um so that's that's just really like some of like or most of like one of the reasons like main of the reasons why i want to do this because i'm just like dude like trying to be obedient i really feel like this is from the lord yeah and ultimately impact i know it can have on people you know i'm saying it could be life-changing yeah and it's just like coming from a place of just like having a similar experience at conference it could be a similar experience for people for new people especially in that area where it's so much foot traffic and so much Mm -hmm. people moving about yeah um so that's why to me it's such a big deal because i'm like those are lives like that's why those are lives that are at stake and that could be there that they can experience god for the first time and because of that who, who knows what can come from that yeah oh definitely yeah i mean you know i'm mean, hearing you know your whole test you actually went through all the questions that we actually did have too so yeah. that, that was actually yeah, super we cool didn't yeah ask that's a single a one but as we were looking at it like you answered one after another dude. that's wild <laughs> what, yeah and off of that what's cool is that so this kind of reminds me of um i hope no one takes this a really weird way that's listening <laughs> but it's gonna sound weird so just bear with me i'm weird i'm terrible at explaining stuff too um <laughs> But, you know, so, you know how scientists have originally, like, cross-referenced the whole Bible, and, like, it showed that, like, rainbow-colored, like, really beautiful, like, cross-reference of, like, little lines, and it's different colors, and how many... Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So, 
hearing you say that it's really cool because i'm seeing stuff now in your life going back to those things over there and like certain things that happened there just connecting over here and honestly it's 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 a really weird word to say <laughs> for a guy sometimes but it's honestly beautiful to see it and hear it because it's just like you know the excitement that you had when you first spoke you know at the youth is literally exact same thing that i'm seeing like like hearing you or a lot exact same thing i'm hearing right now and so many great things transpired from that moment of anticipation and excitement and you know when you actually spoke and miracles happened miracles just straight up happened and now it's like the same excitement's there the same boldness and the same like i'm gonna go for it like i don't i don't care you know and you're you know you have your mental battles just as anyone would that's about to do something great for christ you know yeah and what's cool is that I can't see it not going beyond amazing, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> I can only see it being, like, moving. Because yeah. I feel like that's what Orange County, like, all these counties, you know, surrounding Orange County need right now, yeah. you know, is a revival, like you said. I think that same expectation that you had, like, when when you spoke on, on that Friday night is the same expectation that you have going into this worship night. Yeah. And that's, like... That's something that is kind of lacking in a lot of people. Just having like the expectation of, okay, God, you're gonna do something. Yeah. Like God, you're gonna move in people's lives. Like whatever I'm laying the, like the ground for here on this earth, like you're just gonna do whatever you want with it, and it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you're. A yeah, and that's one thing also. Um, that was told is just like working, working the land, yeah, laboring the land, yeah, yeah, and that obviously requires yeah. a lot of handwork. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But like, I think th I think what's most important is just simply being obedient, regardless if it looks foolish. Yeah, you know? because yep. it doesn't matter what your reputation is. One thing that I love that uh, Pastor Landon Shot had spoke about, I think like a month or two ago, and he was talking. I think he was. I think he was speaking to something about something about spiritual battles. But he had mentioned this simple phrase. He's like, I just don't care about my reputation. I don't care about what I look like. I don't care about any of that stuff. All I care about is pleasing you, God. Mm, that's yeah. good. And that's exactly how I feel. Mm. Like, regardless if I look dumb trying to do this, regardless if I look like a fool, yeah. regardless of whatever my images or tarnishes, I don't care. All I care about is being obedient. Mm -hmm. All I care about is seeing people's lives impacted for Christ. Yeah. yeah. Truly transformed, truly in revival, and moving forward, growing in Christ, being discipled, mm -hmm. seeing their lives changed. Yeah. And that's exactly what my dad feels. That's exactly what a lot of people feel. Yeah. And unfortunately, people do care about their reputation, but ultimately, you got to let that go too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, to just be honest. That's why, like, that's why I'm trying my best to be obedient because like yeah. I just don't care about that stuff. I just really want to see lives changed, yeah. regardless of what that'll take, you know. So, I mean, this this kind of gonna it's gonna contradict a little bit of what I said, you know, just a few minutes ago. But what I said a few minutes ago stands alone by itself compared to this. Um, you know, you're you're talking about obedience, and what's crazy is that your obedience is what God wants, you know? Like, that's what he wants, is to see that you're gonna be obedient. Regardless, like you're saying, of the outcome of how it can be, it's the fact that you're putting in the effort, you're doing what God's telling you to do. And, you know, hopefully this doesn't happen, but if nothing did happen, you know, like, you can still say, regardless, I was obedient to you, God. Yeah. Yeah. And there's still gonna be a blessing there for you because of your obedience. Yeah. And I think that right there, it, like, honestly, that does speak to a lot of people who do to try new things and, like anything when they're trying to be obedient to god there's always like that okay like what's the what's the trophy or what's gonna like what am i gonna get from it yeah rather than seeing like i don't care about it like you're saying i was obedient to god that's what mattered yeah. my reputation if i look like an idiot like i i was obedient to god yeah. yeah and what you're what you're saying is just such a good message like i just had to make sure that it was heard and you know like very clear because that speaks to me with this podcast right here there's a lot of things where i'm like oh like there was a moment when I first started it way back when I was like, man, what's the end goal? Like the followers, the views, yeah. the the fame, really. And I was like, 
and then that's when I fell off of it. And then when I started up again, it was more like, I'm just going to be obedient. And sure enough, God, just from obedience, me thinking of just the obedient part, not the end goal of it, God started blessing because of it. Yeah. And so what it's cool is like, regardless of what you're doing or how it t- turns out, God's got you mm-hmm. because you were like, I, I got you, God. Like, I'm going to be obedient to you. Yeah. yeah. So good for you, man. Honestly, like, yeah. that, like, <laughs> It's weird to say because I'm younger than you, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's cool to hear that, man, because you don't hear that often. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say, like, for people who just want to step out in boldness, just understand, like, you really just, you're doing it not just for God, but, like, understand, like, there are people's lives at stake. Like, people, yeah. like, yeah. that's not said enough. Like, yeah. especially right now with this whole transgender movement, gender fluidity in schools, and it's just like you need to be bold and you need to be bold right now oh there's yeah. no Absolutely. more of like yeah. oh well it's just kind of like in the future or oh no it's just kind of like it's not my field like if you want to be a sunday morning lukewarm christian go ahead that's that's your thing but we're we're as christians built different mm-hmm. yeah. because of that mm-hmm. we need to be out there being the light to the darkness whatever Amen. that looks like and obviously being a light to the darkness is also going to bring friction yeah. Oh, like there's gonna be attacks. Yep. There's gonna be friction. There's gonna be heated debates or whatever. Yep. You're gonna go through that. Expect that. Yeah. If if you're not expecting that and you're blindsided, then you're just gonna be super discouraged. And I would say to anybody who's just who wants to do either like a podcast or any, honestly anything for God or they feel led to do, I would say it's simple. Just do it. Just be obedient and understand that if there's attack. That's a really good sign you're doing something right. Yes. Yep. And Amen. Heck yeah. So anybody who wants to do anything for God, like, dude, I'm all for it. Because it's just, like, being bold nowadays is so rare. Yeah. And it is. And, it, and yeah. it's crazy to say that because there's so many churches around here and there's so many Christians and they're all so, like, spiritually weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm calling them out, but I'm just saying, like, dude, like, we need to be better. We yeah. Need. And it's crazy how the younger generation is the one being more bold when the older generation most times are the ones being more oh, I just want to enjoy my Sunday afternoon I want to go have my cup of coffee in the morning and then go have a really lame prosperity word <laughs> yeah, yeah. go home barbecue and not, I just don't want to do anything else for the rest of the day Yeah. instead of hey maybe I should go have lunch with that one guy right. or, or maybe should, I should go talk to this person let me go talk to him on the phone real quick so i'm just saying like it doesn't take a whole lot sometimes just to be obedient and yeah. just to reach out to people because people need it oh, yeah. people really need Absolutely. it and it's not even just non-believers people in the church need it too yeah like come on bro like we're, a lot of times there's so many people that are just in the church that assume like they're just assuming people are just good only because they're not talking about it mm-hmm. yeah talk to them and I actually talk to them and I say how you doing oh good okay leave yeah, yeah. shallow like, conversation that's what yeah. I'm saying bro yeah. like we need to be better at that and you know I I'm, I'm in that too like I need to be better as well but we need to be better as Christians as believers as true believers like we need to really start differentiating differentiating ourselves from people who can claim to be Christian but yet they're living demonically mm. yeah. so that's all, I mean that's all I gotta say for people who want to do what God wants to do, just be bold. Just do it. There's going to be people who will back you up. Just make sure you're, you're having people that around you in your circle that are going to build you up and obviously not tear you down. And honestly, most times, most people know exactly what they need to do, but they don't do it. And because of that, they wonder why God's not speaking to them. Yeah. yeah. So just be obedient, even if it hurts, but just be obedient because at the end of the day, once you do that, God's pleased with you, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. just the simple thought of that, like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. So, I just want to say for you guys, particularly for this podcast, like, listening to it, especially this last one, it's really, really cool to see what what is, is happening here, and this, this next season moving forward as far as like the podcast for the new for your new season. I'm telling you, dude, it's, it's it's great. It's gonna it's gonna pop off, bro. Like, you guys are being obedient. You guys are being faithful. You guys are willing to receive from so many people. And because of that, God sees that. God is faithful. And remember, God is faithful. He's faithful to his word. And when people when his people speak to you, understand that 
the, the right people will speak to you, those, those words will not fall short. So, honestly, I can't wait for what God has for this podcast. I can't oh, wait thanks, for, the, for the speakers who are going to be coming over here. So, I'm just I'm excited for it. Oh, thank you, dude. I just want to say from my perspective, I'm super proud of both of you. Just seeing how you guys are married and you guys are really working as a unit and starting this thing off. Like, I guess technically you can say this is your baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got to nurture yeah. this as well. You got to got to make sure this thing grows as well. So yeah. I just want to say I'm proud of you guys. And this is going to be great. I'm awesome. Yeah, really thanks, man. Love those words of encouragement. I mean, honestly, you killed every question. Like, we didn't even have I to know. ask you. We like, didn't have to ask you a question. Like, I, I was waiting for a time to ask you, the, like, the closing question of what does it mean to win the world for Christ but you kind of like answered that in your speaking about like your obedience of just doing it and like your intention with the worship night and everything like it's to get people saved like you're just doing whatever God tells you yeah. and with keeping like you're here to win souls in mind yeah. you know and then same thing with like what message do you have for the world like be obedient like yeah. <laughs> you, you don't answered. say be obedient bro and just like be obedient and don't be stupid. Don't learn. <laughs> don't, don't, don't like learn stuff the hard way. Like I had to like a yeah. lot of things like when, when adults tell teenagers certain things, maybe they're actually, cause they know what they're talking about. And they've been <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, also, I do want to say one thing also for somebody who's like struggling with like sexual temptation and lust, understand that, every single person goes through some sort of sexual thing mm-hmm. yeah. um whether you people want to admit it or not it's a, it's a natural thing you have a guy has a penis a girl has a vagina it's very simple and because of that that comes with the hormones that comes with feelings that comes with all of that it's natural yeah having that passion is natural and what i would say like for people who are in a relationship right now where they feel like they're really struggling but they really like like this person or love this person like understand like those feelings and passion for a person that isn't what's bad what's bad is falling into that temptation and letting it become lustful mm-hmm. yeah. you see her only as a sex machine and not as a person and not as someone who's going to build you up as a man or as a woman or whatever yeah that's when it starts to like when you start building those habits when you start looking at a person differently less than who what they actually are then that's when that becomes a problem yeah but i want to say what if you fall and you feel the guilt and the shame just understand that you do have people that are there to help yeah Yeah. i understand that that's good that even though it might feel shameful and you're going to feel the guilt that's what's necessary for you to to really grow and succeed yeah yeah i'm not saying it's going to be easy and you might fall but understand that if you fall like make sure to have people that will really correct you and not just shame on you shame yeah. on you yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying like oh you shouldn't have done that just break up with them you know what i'm saying yeah. like that for me is just like why would you ever say that to somebody to everybody yeah. that's like a general answer for every single person mm. like instead of just taking the time to talk to somebody or talk to a couple who are well aware enough i'm not saying for every couple i'm not i'm saying if there's a couple that's genuinely struggling struggling and they love god build them up yeah don't just say just break up move on yeah because i'm just like that's just like not even like what is that yeah, yeah. that's not discipleship that's not anything yeah you just honestly those type of people are lazy to be honest mm. but i would say just make sure you have the right people around you healthy pastors and healthy leaders um and understand that if you fall it's okay not okay but it's okay <laughs> because if ultimately if you just really do love god he will help you through that yeah people will help you keep accountable and ultimately me and aubrey are a testament to that yeah. like we struggled but now we're here because regardless of what was said regardless of what people wanted to say or do to us or whatever we're still we still stayed the path yeah and because of that we see the fruit of that mm. we see the fruit of that so yeah i just wanted to say that to anybody who's struggling sexually particularly sexually because it's such a struggle that's also so secretive yeah mm-hmm. because people like it's like it's like almost like a naked feeling when yeah. people bring it up and uh so yeah, i just wanted to say that just be obedient but also at the same time if you're struggling just really it really does help to talk about it yeah because that's the first step of the healing process yeah, yeah. so 
that's all I gotta say about that. No, that, that's a good word, bro. I think, um, I think for our younger viewers, pardon your ears, but no, I'm kidding. No, it's a good word to hear. Um, honestly, like first of all, that's something I've I've dealt with too. So you know, it's it speaks a lot to like you know what I've gone through, and you know, it's it's true. You know, like seek out first of all, seek out help from and find discipleship and accountability. And oh, man, that was just such a good word. <laughs> but um, no. Thank you so much, bro, for like, you know, first of all, being on this podcast and giving your time. Like, first of all, we can't, we're honestly honored, you know, to be able to have you here because we know what you're doing and how much you're doing. And we know you are a dad now (laughs) and you have a baby prize. (laughs) And so we want, you know, you, we were, we were trying to uh, find ways to be able to, you know, make it as as accessible as possible to you like we found a way to just call you like yeah that was cool man i really appreciated that i was i was supposed to tell you that i was gonna come yesterday (laughs) but but we just like we stayed up to like three in the morning just watching like those classic cheesy movies from disney (laughs) um and i just totally forgot no you're okay it's all okay but um but yeah but i want to say just thank you for having me i'm the one who's honored like I'm not gonna lie, but I was driving up here because Aubrey was asleep and the baby was asleep. I'm like, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I gonna say? <laughs> but, That's what everyone says when they come. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but just thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate being here. Oh man, we love you, bro. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. I'm glad to be part of the family. First of all, I know I'm like I'm the odd one out when it comes to the family. But I'm glad to be part of the family now because Aubrey joined it before me and I was a little salty. Yeah. I was like, well, whatever then, Aubrey. <laughs> But um, hopefully we have Aubrey on here. That's someone we're actually looking forward to, too. Yeah, is having I definitely Aubrey. want, like, after hearing her role in your life, like, as a, a wife, and I think just as a new wife, hearing her being, like, so supportive and honestly, like, being the a role of a wife, I think it would be really good to have her on the podcast Oh, absolutely. As well, yeah, she she like, would love to be on here. She would be nervous, but she would be really – she would love to be on here. She honestly, like – even though I have a lot to say, she has a lot to say too, and she has a lot of like good stuff to talk about. Oh, I sure. believe it, dude. Like, I believe it. Like her testimony is really good, and um, she's just like the way how much she's grown is just crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah. Awesome. Well, that's pretty much for this episode. Um, so for anybody who is you know struggling or going through stuff, definitely this speaks to you. Have an open ear to this if. You know your testimony relates to Mateo, and you know Mateo decently. Go ahead and talk to him about it. Um, anyways, thank you so much uh, for this, uh, for your ears. Uh, my outros are always so terrible. <laughs> you guys are going to have to deal with it until I get better. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Go ahead and check out the last episode, episode number eight, and that's just with me and Hazel. Um, and then just be expecting for everything great. I mean, um, we think, we're thankful for everybody who listens and who really just – you know, cares for us and supports us, uh, Christina, you know, especially you, our number one supporter. And <laughs> thank you so much. Um, well, guys, peace out. <laughs>